constitutes a respect friend. Someone that someone that you show them your dick and they're like, oh, yours is bigger. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Disney Versus, where we bring dishonor to the family. <laughs> this is the podcast where we have animated discussions about animated movies. I'm Tori. I'm Grace. And I'm Heather. We have Heather back. Yeah. So glad you're back. Yeah. Welcome. Glad to be here. This is fun. If you're new to the show, welcome. What we usually do on the show is we take Disney movies and properties, and we rank them in a March Madness bracket, and we uh, debate and discuss them until we have a winner. But today, we ain't doing none of that. We are talking about the brand new live-action Mulan movie that just dropped on Disney Plus for twenty nine ninety nine. We are going to talk about our likes, our dislikes, uh, and everything in between. Spoiler warning right now. If you haven't seen the movie, pay your $30, watch the movie, and then come back. Mm -hmm. Or you have a friend who has a Disney Plus subscription. I suggest that one. (laughs) Someone Find someone who's already purchased that will kindly lend you their account for a night. (laughs) Disney's going to seek out this podcast episode, listen to that spot, and be like, no, nope. Grace, you owe us $30. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to charge the fuck out of everybody. <laughs> For all of our two listeners, they also owe us $30. <laughs> Disney isn't listening to this podcast. We would have gotten sued so hard. Soon. <laughs> yeah. we, we would have. Yeah, that's real. Yeah. I just, I just hope this, this podcast doesn't get in the way of me working for Disney at some point in my life. Same. Mm-hmm. They're going to do a background check. They're going to check my LinkedIn and be like, what's Disney versus? Like, fuck. Ooh, oh, you know what? Disney versus isn't on my LinkedIn. I, sh- it sh- I should have it. It's definitely under my projects tab. In my spare time, I record Disney podcasts. Actually, you know what? I probably wouldn't even say Disney podcasts because I always feel like I have to give the disclaimer like, yeah, I have a Disney podcast. It's not for kids. Don't. <laughs> Right. <laughs> we have some pretty cross language, um, although I feel like we've been better. But... Yeah, it's probably because I haven't been here. No, mm. not even that. I just think oh. we drop less f bombs. <laughs> like, I was like, we're no longer rated the worst. R. We are PG thirteen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, we. I would say we get less than what is it, two or three? We get two. You get two. We get it two. depends on how you. I use feel them. like we. Yeah. At some point, maybe I'll go through and like screen our recordings and. How much did we really cuss? And what if we wanted to bleep everything out? How much work would that take? Just, I, it would be a decent amount. Just don't include the episodes where I'm on them. <laughs> so like the whole first two seasons, the first three seasons. <laughs> um, I think it's more. I think it's less the language and the uh, the topics of discussion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like when Q's like the. Little Mermaid in the Little Mermaid, she just wants to fuck. Oh, That's yeah. Like, Ooh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ooh, we got that already right at the beginning. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, 
it's been a minute since we've all talked, so we're just going on for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> uh, before we get to Mulan, uh, we have a little bit of news. Recently, there was a death in the Disney family. Visual development and legendary storyboard artist uh, Sue Nichols Mekrowski passed away at the age of 55. If you don't know her, like her name, you know, you definitely know her work. She has been called a legend of the Disney Renaissance because she was a, a storyboard artist or visual development artist on, in some capacity, on the following movies. Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, The Lion King, Hercules, Mulan, Fantasia 2000, The Emperor's New Groove, Atlantis, Lilo and Stitch, Piglet's Big Movie, Mulan 2, Bambi 2, Enchanted, The Princess and the Frog, Moana, and though it's tangentially Disney-related, she also worked on The Pagemaster in 1994. Man, The Pagemaster, that was one that I liked so much as a kid, and I don't think it really held up. Ooh, that's a stay tuned. Ooh, are they remaking it? Mm, No, but stay tuned. (laughs) So, yeah. I, I, I read that she was very instrumental in the the scene almost there from The Princess and the Frog. Because mm-hmm. that's that's her that was her entire art idea. And oh, she did a lot awesome. of development on uh, Hercules. Oh. R.I.P. to her. Her work will definitely live on forever. Oh yeah. The other piece of news we have is that I'm really excited about this one. Kelly Marie Tran has been cast as the lead in Raya and the Last Dragon, replacing Cassie Steele. From what I've heard about Raya and the Last Dragon, this movie is going to be so dope. And it's it's Mulan, but Indonesia riding a panda. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Have you seen a black and white before? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm very excited about this. It's going to be, it, it It sounds like it's going to be dope. If we can get to the other side of this pandemic, you know, in one piece, and we can get to the movies again. Preferably. Uh, yeah, definitely. Man. It's going to be great. I Okay, so I, my mom sent me, I'm looking at trying to buy a house. It's not a thing that can actually happen in Seattle for me, but. Buy a house where? Um, in Seattle? It's really anywhere at this point. Ah. But. My mom sent me this church that's for sale in Virginia for a pretty decent price. And I was like, man, what if I turned it into a movie theater? Like, live in the rest of the house and then just the main chapel area, turn it into a movie theater and, like, live music venue. Huh. Dreams of the previous era. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. Was curious about the church... <laughs> And how that was going to turn into a house because I was like, that's going to be a big ass fucking house. Yeah. And then you continued on with your ideas. (laughs) It made more sense. Yeah. It's sectioned off now. Like, there are people that live there. Um, I've been thinking recently about kind of going back to school in Hmm. order to own my own theater. Just like a smallish, you know, between two and eight screen movie theater. Yeah. That would be cool. That would be really cool. Kind of like a cross between like the the in town theater we had in Red Wing and the theater that George R. R. Martin has in Santa Fe. 
Yeah. I don't know about that. If you ever get a chance to go, it's pretty dope. Um, Seattle is, has a ton of small theaters like that, like all scattered all over. Mm -hmm. I've seen it mostly out in East Texas in like the Texas area. Yeah. Oh, this is cute. You're talking about George R.R. Martin's? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. That's the name of it. Yeah. That'd be cool. Do you mean go back to school, like business school? Yeah, something like that. Tori, it's uh, a great thing that one of your close friends is in business school right now. Hey. Grace, are you going to live in the theater, though? I mean, (laughs) you know how much I love movies. (laughs) Grace is going to be like the Phantom of the Opera. Oh my god, can I be? (laughs) You got to learn how to play the organ first. I I could be like that could be my shtick is that I actually every day is a different cosplay. <laughs> hey, there you go. That sounds expensive. That's not in the budget. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well we start like low like low budget cosplay. <laughs> really, <laughs> this starts with Grace wearing uh, costumes from Target. <laughs> like a box and, for Wally. And I have a sewing machine. I can learn how to sew. That's true. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> for, my, for for our non-existent theater that we're going to own. Yes. Uh, do we want to get to this movie? Yeah. Let's do it. Let's get the statistics out of the way. Mulan was directed by Nikki Caro, who also directed McFarlane USA and The Zookeeper's Wife, starring Yifei Liu, Donnie Yen, Jason Scott Lee, Yosun An, Gong Li, and Jet Li. Jason Scottley already part of Disney because he's the voice of David in Lilo and Stitch. Hmm. And Donnie Yen was in Rogue One. Yeah. And the music was done by Harry Gregson Williams, who did the music for the Shrek franchise, the Forbidden Kingdom, Prometheus, and The Martian. This was written by Ricky Jaffa and Amanda Silver and Lauren Hynek and Elizabeth Martin. So it's two pairs because I think Rick, Rick Jaffa and Amanda Silver, they're married. Mm. They worked on the Planet of the Apes trilogy with Andy Serkis, Jurassic World, and Avatar 3. Mm. And then uh, Hynek and Martin did a uh, TV movie called Christmas Perfection. So Mulan is their biggest movie to date. But uh, Jaffa and Silver have a couple of, you know, Blockbusters in their, under their belt already. Avatar three or two? Three. Three? They're on a third one now. They're still working. They're working on two, three, and four concurrently. Oh, so wow. someone else is writing two. They're writing three, and I think someone else is writing four. Huh. I wonder if that'll backfire or not. Who knows? I'm just waiting for it to come out. Yeah. As far as ratings go, right as of right before we started recording, I checked. It has a four and a half out of ten on IMDb, a seventy nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and a sixty eight out of a hundred from Metacritic. And since it was just released on Disney Plus, there is no box office numbers to speak of. Right. It's up to five and a half now on, uh, on IMDb. IMDb. Good. Sweet. Better keep getting up there. <laughs> so. First impressions. 
What did we think of uh, the movie initially? It sounds like Heather liked it. I did. I really enjoyed it. Um, I try to go into live action movies, live action remakes, as just pretty much standalone movies, which obviously is very hard for, say, like Lion King or Beauty and the Beast. But the way that this one was portrayed in the trailers, it was going to be a war movie. I was super excited about it. And that's pretty much what I got. I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed this movie a lot. It was pretty much a war movie, but like still had like Disney magic-y things in it. You know, she has a lot of flying kicks. Some things were like, oh, like some of the things were a little overused, like that I'll get into later, I guess. Uh, but overall, I really enjoyed it. And also I did not miss Mushu at all. So I feel like the flying kick was her, <laughs> like, her signature move. Yeah. Because I used it like three or four times. Finish him! Flying kick! Yeah. Dead. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> One's fatality is a flying kick mm-hmm. to the ch- with an arrow to the chest. Yeah. Spoilers. <laughs> Grace, what do you think? I I liked it. I didn't love it. I went in, so I was conflicted about this movie from the beginning because I love Mulan as a musical, and and so I was like, well, but I mean, it's a good story, but what about the musical? Um, and I still kind of feel like. I got about an hour into this movie. How long is it? It's like one fifty-eight. Two twenty. Yeah. No, it's just shy of two hours. Oh, so yeah. like just shy of two yeah, hours. Just shy of two hours. Um, I got about halfway through, and I was like, "Not much has happened yet," and it wasn't. I'll need to rewatch it because I feel like I don't know that it was boring. I thought it was just a little. I don't even know if slow is right. Stale. Maybe it was it was beautiful. Oh yeah. Um. So I don't want to say that like I didn't like it or it didn't live up because I had low, I I set a low bar, but I feel like I'd probably give it a seven out of ten. What about you, Tori? I liked it. I I, I don't know if I actually said that out loud before we uh, started recording, but probably not. That's I, fine. <laughs> I, I I did. I liked it. I think I didn't love it. Mm-hmm. I think the best word I can use is that I was I'm very satisfied with this movie. Yeah. On mm-hmm. a couple of levels. On on many levels. But yeah, I did I did enjoy it a lot. It got better for me on a second on a second watch because I got up I watched it at like ten o'clock uh yesterday morning and then last night I watched it again at like seven. I made like a, a movie atmosphere in my living room, mm-hmm. got some popcorn, had way too much icy. And uh, just watched it as a as a movie experience, mm-hmm. and it it got it definitely got better on the second time. Yeah, but yeah. I I did not miss the songs. Mm-hmm. We we talked on the podcast when the first trailer came out, and I was over the moon with how it would look, and how of a how much of a war movie this looked like. And I am completely. I was, you know vindicated with how like with my excitement right so, i enjoyed it now to make it like an official war movie there would have had to have been like more war <laughs> yeah in it but it's disney so they gave us i feel like they gave us all the war that they could <laughs> yeah so yeah. i'll, I'll get to that but, stuff like, that we didn't like but i'll i'll i have a i have something to elaborate <laughs> yeah for sure later but yeah uh do we want to grade it now or grade it at the end I accidentally uh, graded it already, but 
Uh, I think hers is pretty fair. I, yeah. I was actually probably going to put it at, like, probably between, like, a seven and an eight and a half. Because it's not, like, my favorite thing ever, but it's still it's my pre- favorite out of, like, the live-action remakes that I've seen. Yeah, that's so. Yeah, I will go. I'll, I'll... Oh, that's a good, that's a good point. I, I feel like it was, it stood on its own in a way that the other mm-hmm. live-action remakes really just haven't. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think I'll go, I'll, I'll agree with Heather, like, I'll give it a seven and a half, eight, yeah. somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. i say maybe a solid B-minus movie. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It was good. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm just now realizing that your mic has a sock over it. It looks kind of indecent on camera. <laughs> Grace, I've, I think I've done one podcast without the sock over the mic. <laughs> Like, I've done the entire show with the sock over the bike. It's probably because it's more prominent right now. Yeah. Hi, my name's Grace. I'm not always the most observant. <laughs> Sometimes my attention to detail is great. Sometimes... <laughs> and I think it's mostly because you can see the sock on the mic, but you can't see me. Yeah. That's probably the... Right now, so... COVID era, uh, Tori and Heather are recording together, but are distanced, and so I can see, like, most of Heather, maybe, like, three quarters of Heather on one side of the screen, and then where Tori would normally be, there's a microphone, and then I see, like, Tori's sleeve. Yeah. (laughs) So. Sliver of a sleeve. (laughs) Next time, you should just, like, put a picture of yourself on it. Oh, there you go. So let's go ahead and drop an official spoiler warning right here. Uh, if you haven't seen the movie, go watch it and uh, then come back and listen to the rest of this. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Also, sorry for the spoilers before all this, too. <laughs> I don't think there were many spoilers. <laughs> but you also gave a spoiler warning before, too, saying, oh. hey, it's going to be but pretty also, spoilery. if you're clicking on, yeah. Fair. Yeah. I mean, if you don't care about spoilers, carry on. Exactly. Just be smart about it, you know? My wayward son. Yeah. Don't you cry no more. I guess we'll start with, you know, the most obvious and the easiest to talk about is the story. The beats are, and I'm going to do my, me personally, I'm going to do my best not to directly compare this to the original and like based on my critique on, well, in the original they did this and in this one they did this. Uh, But Mm -hmm. as a, as a positive or negative thing, but I will call back to like, this was this as opposed to what they did. Yeah. But as far as the story goes, the beats were basically the same. Mulan is ridiculed for not being a, a bride, a bride material. Uh, I was about to say the Huns. The <laughs> Rorins, because they're not Huns in this one. They're Rorins, which are more historically accurate. Invade China. Emperors like squad up. Let's get the, let's get the army together. Mulan takes the conscription and goes to join the army, gets into the army, makes friends. Smells bad through a lot of it, apparently. Yeah. Goes off to war. Man, to not shower that whole time. Right? Like, your skin would have just started, like, scabbing up and decaying after a while. But, whatevs. Goes to war, meets the Huns. Sorry, meets the Rorins. Damn it. Um, (laughs) Meets the Rorins. And then defeats the Rorins with snow. The Rorins are alive. Goes to the city. Or she's discovered to be a woman and not a man. 
uh, goes to the Imperial City and fights the Rorins and gains the acclaim of the Emperor, goes home. Mm-hmm. All the beats are there. I like the I liked, you know, a lot of the subtle things that they changed about it. Like, for I guess if I go to my notes, Mulan is well. Let's talk about Chi. Because I think that's yeah. a big change. Of, that's a that's very a, big change. It's oh, a big change. Yeah. She's like naturally talented in yeah. all of this. And also, it's because her, Yeah, it's because her chi levels are so high. Yeah. Which is apparently a horrible thing for a woman to have, is high chi levels. Because now you're a witch. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was watching this and I was like, so chi is the force? Because, yes. Yes. because they're like, Chi is a thing that, you know, penetrates all, or lives in all living things and gives, you know, the war, a warrior his power. And it's like, that's the force. Yeah. And it, yep. it gives warriors, you know, enhanced abilities and all this stuff because Mulan is basically a badass because her Chi is so great. Mm-hmm. And the, the villain, the villainess, the witch, is uh, also has high Chi and... It's like, okay, so she is Rey and the witch is, I guess, Darth Vader. I don't know. But <laughs> it, the she is the force. Yep. No, not Darth Vader. Um, What's his face? Well, I kind of Darth Vader because... Adam Driver. Yeah, Adam Driver. So it's not... Because she doesn't go against Darth Vader. So who is it? Oh my gosh. Yeah, it is Adam Driver. Uh, I should be fine. Kylo Ren. Or Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren. Yes. Yes, because their ship name was Raylo. I'll, I'll say Kylo Ren because uh, Kylo kind of turns on this uh, the bad guys at the end. Mm-hmm. Spoilers for mm-hmm. the Rise of Skywalker. Shit. That came out like last year. Fair That's fine. And nobody saw it apparently. I loved it. I thought it was, I was just talking good, yeah. about that to someone yesterday. I loved it. This is not a. Let's not turn this into a Star Wars. <laughs> but uh. Yeah, like, in the beginning, it's like, Mulan is the same as, it's. she's kind of a cross between Belle and Hercules, but she's more like Belle than anything, because she's ridic- in the in the chicken scene, at the very first scene, the chicken scene, mm-hmm. she's, everybody's like, ooh, she's not natural, because she's... Because she chases this chicken to the roof. Yeah, which... <laughs> Granted, is not natural. Yeah, that's a little extra. But she's a fucking badass. Yeah. And everybody's like, oh, she's a badass and she's a woman. Don't like. it." <laughs> Thumbs down. And and Belle is the same way because she's smart and inventive. And I'm bringing up Belle because I just watched uh, Beauty and the Beast, uh, the, the live action one for the first time since our review on like Monday. Is it still bad? On his own volition. Yeah. I watched that and then I watched... Did that to yourself. Yeah, it was my own fault. I watched that and then I watched Lady and the Tramp. So I've been on a uh, live-action Disney kick all week. Yikes. Did I see live-action Lady and the Tramp? Is that a... That's a thing. That, like, first dropped when Disney Plus, like, became a thing. That was, like, the first movie that they came out with. It was a Disney Plus exclusive. Yeah. I don't think I've seen that. It's probably okay that you haven't seen it. I haven't seen it and I don't plan on seeing it. Okay. (laughs) It's fine. It's not bad. Like, it's not awful. Anyway. So, she has the Force. Yeah, she and she's the Force is strong with her, and everyone hates it. Except for her dad. So, like, her, her and her dad's relationship in this one was, like, really interesting, because that was the one thing that I almost couldn't help thinking of the animated version, because he 
sure he like loved her and stuff, but he was way more stern in the animated version than he was in this one. And like same with the mom. The mom was. I think the mom was worse in this one. Yes. Yeah. The mom. The I feel like the mom was more accepting in the animated version than she was in in the live action and so like their roles were almost like swapped but sometimes they would like just kind of like hint back at the cartoon and then go back but yeah so i just thought it was really interesting because he was like i'm proud of you oh wait i'm not supposed to be proud of you Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah it's like a kid doing something wrong and it's funny but you can't laugh (laughs) yeah something i did like was that they gave her a sister Mm -hmm. yeah i kind of like their their relationship though it was brief like I like their interactions together mm-hmm. because uh, mm-hmm. because of this, the movie passes the Bechdel test. I think Grace, you and your mom may have to check me on this, but I think the movie <laughs> passes the Bechdel test because Mulan and her sister, two ma- two named characters, have a conversation that isn't about a man in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Boom, stamp, done. They talk about spiders. I like that the spider thing came back. Mm-hmm. Like when they're older. The, the spider, when they meet the matchmaker, the spider comes down. And my I wrote my notes, like, did nobody else see that spider come down? Yeah, except for those two sisters. <laughs> right? Yeah. And that scene when uh, Mulan, like, her face is just, when the matchmaker's like, move the teapot back to the center. And Mulan just kind of looks at her sisters like, I gotta do this. <laughs> like, also? I'm sorry. <laughs> Also, let's talk about that spider and how the force is strong in that spider as well. <laughs> Did y'all see how far that thing <laughs> fucking leaped at the matchmaker? Oh my gosh. It was ridiculous. I was like, what kind of fucking spider do they have over there? God. Spider has cheese. Seriously. I was like, Jesus. I just said, it is in every living thing. Yeah. Spider. There, ergo, spiders can have chi also. Yeah, wait, like. Leave for her like her face, dude. It was tense. Man, that was funny. That scene was funny because her sister like was about to freak out, and then she held it in, and then the spider was released, and she freaked out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then at the end of the movie, when Mulan finds out that her sister is matched, she's like, "He's handsome and smart, and he's not afraid of spiders." Yeah, he's a little shy, but he's not afraid of spiders. That was so cute. <laughs> I thought uh, that that is how you bring a, a like a, a a D plot full circle. Yeah. So when this started, I kept thinking every setting. I was thinking this looks like Game of Thrones. This looks like. Man, what were there were a few of them. There were like three settings in a row that were either Game of Thrones or something else. And it was stunning. I'm trying to think specifically. I did not take very good notes. Heather Heather took enough notes for both of us. I took too many notes. <laughs> but yeah, so it was beautiful, but I was a little distracted in the first ten minutes or so, um, because I kept thinking, This looks like this other thing that already exists. Um I did really love the nod to traditional martial arts films where especially in like the first fighting scene i wasn't crazy about the um camera movement um where oh when it goes like horizontal sideways yeah so instead of you seeing someone run up a wall they turn the camera so that when they're running at their wall it looks like they're actually running on ground Mm -hmm. um and I, I get the effect. I wasn't crazy about it, but I did appreciate the 
look like everyone can fly when they're jumping from place to place. Yeah. Yeah. This movie gave me a very Game of Thrones meets Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon vibe mm. because there was a yeah. lot of wire foo. And like you said, the garrisons did remind me a lot of Game of Thrones. Yeah, I, f- I feel like uh, it reminded me of Young Kai, like kind of the east, the eastern side of Game of Thrones. Yes. And, oh, and there was... Like, all of the scenes in the tent, I was thinking that looks like Dothraki. Like, I'm expecting this yeah. tent to go up in flames right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Honestly. Something uh, that I noticed, and I don't know if it's too soon to get into this, but, like, the movie, this, and it's it's kind of, it's in the original, too. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of talk about identity mm-hmm. in this movie. Mm-hmm. And it kind of... It, it it Heather, correct me if I'm if I'm off base, but like it kind of gave me like an LGBT plus vibe about it, because I know like the original is kind of like it's kind of being lauded in the queer canon because of uh, how Shang is. I don't know if that's like what Disney was like going for or anything. That's just what fans were just like. He gay, you know, <laughs> like. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, I mean, and like the same thing can even be said about. Hong Hui. Hong Hui. Yeah. Hong Hui. Hong Hui. Uh, I don't even know if I fucking said it right. I'm trying. It's fine. She trying. Uh, but like, even in my notes, I put him down as bi boy. <laughs> as a like bisexual <laughs> boy. Because he was like super flirty to uh, Mulan when she was. Uh, Wa. Zhu. Zhu? Yeah. Uh, when she was Wa Zhu. Hua Zhu, not Ju. Jesus. Uh, I need a drink. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, he was super flirty when she was uh, Hua Zhu, and then also when she was Mulan. So, I mean, I don't know if it was, like, necessarily a nod, or just the fact that he just, like, really respected this person. What I was meaning was uh, there's a lot of talk about, like, be who you are. Yeah. And, like, regardless and, of what everyone else is, you know. Yeah. Um, and I mean, that that can be definitely, like, construed to, to LGBTQ. I don't know if that's, like, exactly what they're trying to, like, nod at, just because mm-hmm. of traditional China in those times, you know, kind of thing. So I think, I mean, really, they're probably just trying to nod at historical, actual yeah. Mulan. <laughs> oh, I know. I know they didn't mean that. I know yeah. that, that wasn't intentional. It's just, like, I'm reading into... I'm, I'm taking, like be true to yourself. I'm taking an, item, an item out of the subtext and thinking, oh, this is like this. Yeah, yeah. There can definitely be like links to that for sure. Yes. Yeah. Long story long. Long answer long. Yeah. Yes. Long answer <laughs> long. But uh, reflect, basically anytime reflection the song comes up, it's like, oh, Mulan's mm-hmm. having an identity thing. Mm-hmm. Like she's having a, cri- a crisis of like, who am I? Right. And I don't know if that's necessarily yeah. like her sexual identity or like her her gender identity. That was like, more that was more brighter warrior. I yeah. I did like how music was used. Um, yeah, and this was very very thematic, and I liked the nod to the songs that we all know and love. And I also liked Troy was saying at the beginning. I don't want to do a a play by play comparison of the two. Um, and I agree. Like I I don't think it's necessary for a live action to be a complete duplication i like the creative license that they took um but i also did like the nods to the animated version so like uh the meeting the battalion members when they're all i think they're at dinner or something like that 
and you hear these lines come out of their mouths that are from the songs. Mm-hmm. Um, it may may not be in order, or um, but it's just kind of a a nod that gives you an idea of who they are and ties them to what you know of their characters in the past. Because there wasn't all that much character development for the battalion. Yeah, I didn't I didn't get the same sense of, like, obviously from the cartoon in this one where she, like, mm-hmm. really bonded with these, like, three characters for Scherzies. In this one, it yeah. was just like, yeah, we're, we're, like, in the same, like, platoon. We're squad now. Yeah. Yeah. You have my back, I have your back. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna joke mm-hmm. around. <laughs> Because, yeah, you're an animal. Goodbye. <laughs> and pretty much everyone from the... We're just going to have it out in the open. We're just going to compare to the original a little bit. Hmm. Uh, the I Everyone mean, was yeah. there from the original, except for Mushu. There's a character mm-hmm. named Cricket. There's Poe. There's Lang. There's Yao. Um, Hong Hui is Shang. Like, they... In the, in the trivia, they... The director said that they... The producer said that they split Shang into two characters. The mentor mm-hmm. is General Tong, mm. and the air quotes love interest, which I don't think he was a love interest. We'll get into that. They in a were second. really flirty. I don't know if it's like an actual love interest, but yeah, tr- but like just like they were the f- they were yeah. very flirty and like obviously they were like you know cameras were like he's making eye contact with her. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, yeah. So that's like they had like some kind of deeper connection, but they didn't actually like. Want a date? You know, like they didn't do any of that shit. So. I think it was because uh, when they meet, it was a like it's basically a pissing contest, mm-hmm. and her dick was bigger. It's fine. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> Big dick energy. Yeah, Mulan. <laughs> <Move on. laughs> I think I think ultimately what he wanted was her friendship. Like before, let's that's fair. Before yeah. he found out she was a woman. Yeah. He yeah. wanted her friendship because when, mm-hmm. you know, she's taking a bath and he's like, Turn your back me. on me, but don't turn your back on them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, and I won't turn like, my back you can, on you. You can, you can not be my friend, but, you know, watch out for them. Yeah. So, yeah. I thought it was, I didn't think it was a love interest thing. I was a, I want, I want to be your friend. I want your respect or whatever. Right. So, yeah. but yeah, everyone's there. They even have a character named Cricket when... They had a character named Cricket, and Heather's, Heather's giving me the face, so I'm about to shut up in a second. When they had Cricket, I was like, okay, so we're okay, so we're doing this. Uh, okay, so we're doing this. Ooh, yeah. Tease for next episode. Oh! Heather, what did you think of Cricket? It took me too long to realize who that character was supposed to be! <laughs> exposition machine yeah and being like the duh cricket character because like when she walks up like a badass out of the snow yeah and he's like he's a girl like, yeah dog <laughs> and like that man that actor's face is like so sweet looking too yes. and i was mm-hmm. like okay this is perfectly cast he's like a chinese <laughs> yeah Josh Gad. yeah like or um, no no, no. Ah! he's uh he's chinese uh jacob Batalon from spider-man 
Oh, uh huh. Ned. Oh, Ned. Yeah. yeah. Yes. That's that's exactly who he remind me of. I'm like, oh, that's Ned. That's who that is. Yeah. And the fact that he was a badass with the bow, mm-hmm. I love. I I love that crickets yeah. like kind of development because when they're running up the hill, the sergeant was like, "Is he crying?" <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, there were a lot of good and funny moments from this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I liked mm-hmm. that. I liked that it was, it like the tone was basically really serious throughout, but there were yeah. little blips of humor here and there, and I think that really yeah. kept everything just flowing really nicely. Yeah. And it wasn't like you weren't totally taken out of the scene or anything. You know, they were all like just interjected, just really smoothly into the into the storyline. And I was like, oh, thank you. <laughs> Yeah, I'll agree with that. So we talked a little bit about the fight scene and the avalanche. Do we want to dig into the fighting a little more and what we thought of that? Yeah, like how did she get behind the Rowans? Rorans. Rorans, dang it. <laughs> how did she get behind the Rorans when they were liter- she was literally in between the Rorans and her like battalion? And then she was like, all right, let's go over there. Let's get past this line. On my horse. I think. How did she sneak away? I rig? think she went sideways. Like yeah. in the same so, in the same way how she got away from the avalanche. That's how she got there. How did none of them see her? Because they're probably too distracted setting yeah. people on fire. Yo, they brought one catapult. A single. Catapult. A single catapult, <laughs> and was just I was I was so mad. I wrote down like Sean, you wouldn't have brought one catapult. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking about it now. I think I need to rewatch that because I'm. I know what you're talking about. Like we saw the catapult from like their stage right side, so it looked like they were on the left side of the field. Mm-hmm. But then later, it looks like it's staged so that she and her guys are chasing after them and away from the mountains, and then she comes back to the mountains, which would be back on her team side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does that make sense? So I feel like her team was on the mountainside the whole time. The problem with that scene is the way it's staged. Because I'm thinking of epic battles in movies. You know, Game mm-hmm. of Thrones, uh, Lord of the Rings. I'm thinking of Lord of the Rings right now. There's always a fixed position where we always have perspective of the battlefield yeah. and what, where everyone is in mm-hmm. spacing. There was no... There wasn't really Mm -hmm. a point where the camera kept, you know, reverting back to, to see scope. Yeah, they, they follow Mulan for, for her battle basically against the witch after all of her comrades die and they leave like the main, like war scene alone. And so we come Mm -hmm. back to it and it's like, our memories are wiped and we're just like, where the fuck are they? That's what it is. (laughs) Once they leave and come back, everything has been reset and nothing makes sense. Yeah. Because I feel like they were all in grass. I don't even think there was a fucking like mountain over there. I'll have to rewatch it, but I just remember like a grass field. And the hunt really far away. Yeah. The Roarings originally had the high ground. Yeah. So I think that's where the snow comes from. Like. That's where they, that's how they got where they were. Because they were always looking down and could see the full battalion. Yeah. And they were like, oh, they're meeting us out here and not in the... The garrison. The garrison. And they were like, this changes nothing. Mm -hmm. Hmm. But talking about that fight scene, something that I didn't like, for this being a war movie, 
this is the most bloodless war movie I've ever seen. Right. And yeah. unfortunately, I feel like they have to do that because Disney. No, there also... was more blood in the fir- in the original than in this one. Because mm-hmm. when Shan Yu slashes Mulan, later you see you there's, see there's, red, there's a blood. red patch. Yeah. There, I see yeah. there was no blood in this movie. There was, was zero like, blood. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it, it was kind of disappointing on the second watch. It's like nobody's, everybody's getting shot by arrows. There's no rocks are falling on people. Rocks are like. falling on people. I was yeah. longing for a decapitation of some kind, calling back to Game of Thrones, where <laughs> yeah. everybody's mm-hmm. head cho- got chopped off. Man, right. I think Every... that might be the next thing I rewatch. Game Thrones? of Thrones. Yeah. Good luck. I should not do that in December because that's just a depressing time to be in Seattle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everything looked fine. It just. It needed a little bit more seasoning, and that would have, if somebody would have been bleeding. Yeah. You know, even at the end of the fight, at the end of the movie, when her battalion is in that little corridor, mm. nobody's really bleeding. They just get dirty. Yeah. Is what it Everybody's is. dirty, yeah. but nobody's mm. bloody. Right. It, it kind of takes you out when it's like, wow, it, it doesn't show you how, how brutal this could be. Like, mm-hmm. it, it changes mm-hmm. the atmosphere of it. It's like, it's like playing a video game. Right. You know, where your character, you know, gets hit, but they don't get hurt. Right. Yeah, that's, I feel like in, in which is going to be really weird, but I feel like in an animated version, they can get away with a little bit of blood. But if it's like IRL, then they yeah. can't, like, without scaring some kids, because then they'll be like, is that, you know, versus it being drawn, you know? Because, like, obviously it's just effects. Mm-hmm. But yes, no, I agree. As an adult, yeah, I want more blood. <laughs> Because it's, it's, it's a war movie. They wanted it to be a war movie. Mm-hmm. And yeah. wars are bloody. Yeah. Wars are... Yeah. What's the quote? Wars are gruesome affairs. Something like that. I like <laughs> I like the dad's quote in the movie when uh, Mulan was talking... When he was sharpening his sword. And she says it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And he says a beautiful tool for terrible work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that quote. Yeah. Yeah. Also, can we talk about that for a second? He only sharpened, like, a sixth of his sword and he put it back away. Yeah. <laughs> he probably figured he'd have more time. <laughs> I mean, you got to do something while, you know, in between, you know, training. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> I love I love seeing the whetstone. Like, I love that scene. But then I yeah. was like, wait, you only did, like, the tip of the left side. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about a couple of characters. Let's address the elephant in the room. Or the lack thereof elephant in the room. Grace, you want to get off your chest how you felt about no Mushu? The lack of dragon? I just I just kept looking for Mushu. Like, it didn't, I didn't need Mushu. I was just like, okay, is the phoenix Mushu? Or, like, is, is the phoenix going to come alive? Like, what? What's going on? What's, what's happening? In my notes, I wrote uh, down that the phoenix was nothing but a glorified Patronus. Oh. Because so the phoenix mm-hmm. kind of had the same purpose and function as the silver do- or as the white the white doe mm, in mm-hmm. deathly hallows yeah yeah the silver doe in the deathly hallows mm-hmm. which i'm completely okay with like the phoenix shows up what not counting like the end times, it yeah. shows up like three times yeah to get her to the camp to kind of inspire yeah. her to be herself and then the cheesy but kind of cool shot when it shows up behind her, spreads its wings, and yeah. it takes off. Like the beautiful was, but not really necessary shot. Yeah, it was. It <laughs> yeah. was a cool idea, but it was cheesy as hell. Yeah, that I actually kind of really... took me out of the 
movie a little bit. I yeah. was like, oh, come on, Disney. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Tom and Nose. I did really like how the Phoenix... I, I think the Phoenix could have been taken out of the movie and I would not miss it. Um, mm. But I did like how the Phoenix looked like a kite. Yeah. Similar cool. to something that you might see in, like, Chinese New Year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. In, in my notes, I put uh, the Phoenix as a replacement for the Great Stone Dragon. Yeah. So. <gasps> I didn't even put that together until just now. The Great Stone Dragon gets injured in the beginning, and so did the phoenix. Oh, yeah, so. shit! Yep. I didn't put that together either. I know. I love it. I, but I'm, I'm glad that there was no... People were wanting shot-for-shot shot Mushu in this movie. And I think mm-hmm. it would have... It's completely different tone. Yeah. Like, yeah. any kind of Mushu, so. anything close to that, would have completely destroyed the tone of the movie. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And it, it and wasn't got, it wasn't necessary. Mm-hmm. And I think you got the comic relief from the battalion in yeah. a similar way. Like you get that minor tone of Mushu to break the ice. Mm-hmm. Surprise, Ming Na Wen cameo at the end. I loved that. You think the lady in the green dress is Mulan, but it's Ming Na. And I was like, I I screamed. I was like, Oh my god, it's Ming Na! Yeah. <laughs> sudden Ming Na is sudden. Yeah. If listeners don't know who Ming Na like, is, I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> Ming Na Wen was the original voice of Mulan mm-hmm. in the cartoon. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. She's the only uh, actress, or a- male or female, to appear in a Disney movie, a Marvel mo- a Marvel property, yeah. or a Star Wars property. Mm-hmm. Because and? she's Mulan. She's Melinda May in Agents of Shield. Mm-hmm. And I haven't seen The Mandalorian, so I don't know who she is in The Mandalorian, but she's in The Mandalorian. I'd have to rewatch it, because I've seen it, but I can't remember who's now. Yeah. <laughs> is and in short, she's coming a back? Is that a thing? Season two, uh, the trailer just dropped. For The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. It's good. I liked it. I don't care about Star Wars that much. That's why I didn't include much Star Wars news, but we probably should have talked about that, but... Hey, guess what? Season two is going to come out, and a trailer just recently dropped. October thirtieth. <laughs> hey, it's my birthday. Oh, yeah! Nice. Happy birthday to Grace. Here's Mandalorian season two. season two. Yeah, Ta-da. that's fine. This is doing. Let's talk about Bori Khan, the villain. The doctor. Oh right. <laughs> I'm sorry. Who? <laughs> dead in my face and was like, who? <laughs> gotta learn names <laughs> i'm really bad with names i good with faces <laughs> so uh i liked bori khan i liked yeah a lot of these characters because they were more fleshed out it was a decent revenge story mm-hmm. yeah espe- yeah it's exactly especially the bad guys because yeah. what it, what does bori khan want he wants revenge the emperor killed his mm-hmm. father he's not about that mm-hmm. period yeah. what is what do he, the other warren tribe leaders want revenge for land that was taken clear mm-hmm. concise mm-hmm. love it the witch um, is on their side because yeah. no one accepts her. Yeah, Xian Yang is Mulan. She's dark Mulan. Mm-hmm. She's yeah. she's what if Mulan didn't have you know family a support system? Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So, what did y'all think about her? I liked her more than I thought I was going to. I remember like seeing the trailer and being like, "There's a fucking witch? Are you kidding me yeah. right now?" But then like they mm-hmm. explained, and I think how they even did it was. Uh, Mulan's dad was like, hey, you need to temper down that chi shit. 
you know, because yeah. they'll think you're a witch. And then I'm pretty sure they, like, cut to her or something. Because it was... So. Yeah, because then it was, like, the exposition to Mulan being adult and here, you know, here's the war mm-hmm. and whatever. No, oh, I didn't... Yeah, I definitely didn't catch that. Um, but, I like, it, it was clear to me that there was definitely a parallel that I didn't notice mm-hmm. that. I um, wish they would have given her more to do. Because yes. I think... yeah. Her her motivations in her storyline are kind of well. No, I'm not going to say that they're the clearest because it everyone's is clear, like I just said. Yeah. But I love the metaphor where, uh, like the running metaphor of she was a lost dog on the side of the road, mm-hmm. and now this dog is going to have a home, but uh-huh. she's still a dog. You got to choose your words better next time, Boricon. Yeah. Con. And yeah. She, she knows who her master is. And then it was funny because she was still in hawk form and he was like, she knows who her master is or whatever. And she like... <laughs> she just kind of looked. <laughs> yeah, she just side-eyes him like, the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Excuse you? Like, it was so funny. <laughs> I feel like, and I feel like she was probably the most powerful of oh, anyone. 100%. Oh, for sure. She... So I, I like the intention. I feel like it was a little too tight in a bow. Like her story and and arc and and tied to Mulan. Um, her heel was turn little, was so fast. Yeah, it was a little too simplified. Um, I liked it, but I also feel like it wasn't particularly well done. I don't know. It was probably like one of the weaker aspects of this movie for sure. Like trying to flesh out this character and like why she's doing all this and using the, mm-hmm. like calling her a dog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I can I can definitely see that. I think it just needed more time. Yeah. Also, we watched, like, two or three people catch arrows in front of their chests. And yeah. that's how she dies. Seems well, likely. she never caught the... She never caught an arrow. Yeah. In the same <clears throat> way that Mulan's fatality is kicking things yeah. into people's mm. chests, his kind of counter is catching arrows. Because he catches... I think he catches an arrow just once. He caught once an arrow. Twice. Yeah, he caught an arrow once when he was initially going up to like I guess the wall or like the first like the first garrison. Garrison, yeah. and so he did it. The emperor did it, and then he tried again and obviously missed. But yeah. missed spoilers. But uh, was it was it he missed or was she faster? I think she was faster. Okay, so mm-hmm. he missed. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I I I liked her. I like the costuming on all of this, especially hers. Oh, her stuff was beautiful. There were some shots where, like in the beginning, where he has, she has him by the throat, and you see her hand, and it's hard to tell that Mm -hmm. it's it's makeup. It looks like oh, she actually has claws Mm -hmm. and talons, yeah, instead of finger bones, right? Yeah, and it looks so dope. Like her her costume and makeup was very good. So Mm -hmm. cool. And I was I was talking to Grace about this uh, a little bit before the podcast, but I feel like her I feel like her hands are like mostly in basically almost like half talon form, like her fingers are like that. And uh, I was trying to figure out I was thinking about like why is it that in particular? And I think and I feel like going back to like a Harry Potter like parallel, I think she's an animagus, and I think she just straight up only turns into a hawk or copies a human. And she also yeah. turns into like that that flock of crows, I guess. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. like. Birds are her birds. thing. Yeah. Her thing is birds. <laughs> mm-hmm. And because she has that little head piece. I think it's like a bird skull. Oh, probably. At, at the, at the oh. I didn't notice that. Yeah, yeah. I was just looking at her eyeballs most of the time. Because yeah. that like straight like white makeup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Get it. It's fierce. 
again, I liked Boricon. <clears throat> I was kind of mm-hmm. I, I my first my, my first viewing. I was kind of hoping for the the skilled entourage like mm. Sean Yu has, but mm-hmm. they gave that to Mulan. Yeah, because yeah, all of her like cricket was the archer. Mm-hmm. The warriors three, uh, Lang Po and Yao, yeah, were you know fighters in their own right, and then uh, Hong Wei can kind of match Mulan. Mm-hmm. So like, there's the there's the squad. Yeah. Uh, I know we've been talking about a lot of standout moments, but have we missed any? Um, I really love the, the, like, the sweeping, like, landscape things that they did, uh, like, the opening, you know, it's a, it's typical, like, Disney in the clouds, and then it goes down into, like, farmlands. Mm-hmm. I fucking love that mm-hmm. so much. And even, like, the little tweaks on the castle, if anybody yeah. knows, like, the, the, the roofs and all that stuff, I was like, yes! Mm-hmm. Uh. And then when they, like, introduced you know, like a new city or something like that, they were like, wide shot scenery. Mm-hmm. The people you're actually here for. <laughs> uh-huh. You know, so it was just, I just thought it was like a really beautiful thing that they did. So I'm glad movies are doing that. Also, I hate Christina Aguilera. What? We're not there yet. Okay. You can just cut that. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you hate Christina Aguilera? We're not there yet. <laughs> what? <laughs> I have a whole thing. I, I have a whole thing. I mean, Heather are going to fight. Yeah, <laughs> I better make it home. I have ramen at home. <laughs> She's a fighter. I do think that the fighter. strongest part of the movie was... Uh, I understood that reference. <laughs> I, the camp scene, like when they're training, I think that might be the strongest part of the movie. Because mm-hmm. you get the camaraderie from like all of her her people and you see her kind of grow well you don't really see her grow but you see everyone grow around her yeah and that's when she kind of like gets spurred into like okay you can be awesome because the after that fight scene with uh Mm -hmm. when she lets go finally yes Mm -hmm. because the emperor's not the emperor the commander says you know you i see your chi Mm -hmm. don't hold Mm -hmm. back basically and she's like and next you see her, you know, yeah, training, mm-hmm. doing Tai Chi by the water. Heather and I decided that it's Tai Chi. By a cherry blossom tree, by the way. Oh, nice. Another mm-hmm. nod to the animated movie. And also yeah. her making it up the mountain first compared to all the men was kind of like her climbing up the pole. Continue. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Not in a stripper way. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> they see they seen the original movie. They knew what you meant. Yeah. But I thought that was the strongest part of the whole movie. And then maybe the, the scene, and then definitely the battle scene where she comes in, it's like, I'm a badass. I'm going to kick all the ass. Mm-hmm. Yep. She seems, she was so sure of herself, too, when mm-hmm. she was doing everything. Like, there was no doubt. She knew what yeah. to do. She knew how to do it. When everybody was about to get blown up by their one catapult, <laughs> she knew how to, you know, destroy everyone with, the avalanche Mm -hmm. she grabbed Mm -hmm. all the helmets she created a diversion which they clearly had no idea what the hell was going on yeah and then she annihilated the rest the whole army that was there Mm -hmm. so i think that whole sequence was probably the or that whole i guess act two of the film was the strongest part yeah yeah she ran on a wall and i didn't really understand that because a lot of this because a lot of it had been 
IRL, here's what you can do kind of thing. But I guess that's also t- like a nod toward what like Kung Fu movies. Yeah. But, they run on walls a lot. But she. But she instead. It was yeah. she. <laughs> really, I think she's Spider-Man. But. I, I think everything in this. Because she, cause she also does the knee slide on the wall too. And yeah. that's how I was like. That's Chi. Yeah. <laughs> that So that's what she is. Yeah. There was also something that I kind of noticed, and I'm wondering if on a rewatch y'all will too. Whenever she, when she's a kid and she falls off the roof and she like catches mm-hmm. herself and then like flies down a little bit, you know, kind of thing. The kid mm-hmm. is holding the wire, but what? you don't see the wire, but you see the hand like gripping something. Uh-huh. <sighs> And I was like, oh, she didn't mean to do that. That's fine. <laughs> oh, man. Y'all can get another take of that. Yeah. Huh. And I might be wrong, but, like, I'm pretty, I think I rerounded and I was like, did she? Kind of looks like it. <laughs> so. Yeah. I won't hold it against her. She's a kid. Oh, yeah, no. Doing wire food. Yeah. So. And, I mean, you don't think about that kind of thing unless you do this kind of podcast yeah. or like mm-hmm. analyze movies in a way yeah, like this. I, I so. did not notice that. <laughs> yeah. I, huh. I watched this the first time and was trying not to be analytical the first time. So to kind of let off some steam, I watched the second Mighty Ducks movie. Yeah. And started analyzing <laughs> that instead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's funny. My sister was really mad at me. She's like, I'm really mad you were, you're analyzing this movie right now. <laughs> I'm like, I, I, it's my job. Yeah. It's my job. <laughs> oh, no. So, uh, me and Heather are about to fight about Christina Aguilera. Fight! Oh, it's time. Yeah. It, we're, we're there. It's fight o'clock. So, the music it's in this movie. Um, we already talked about how there are no songs, but I like that the oh, they make homages and allusions to the songs. Mm-hmm. They take mm-hmm. lyrics from... I'll make a man out of you and a girl worth fighting for and turns it into dialogue mm. mm-hmm. uh, from the from the commander and the squad at lunch. Mm-hmm. And uh, they use honor Bring to us on. all yeah. when she's, you know, doing her makeup to see the matchmaker. That was a funny scene where she was like, this is my sad face. <laughs> yeah. This is my angry face. And now I'm confused. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was funny. That was good. That was funny. I wanted a little bit more of... That I was wish, sister I, banter, for sure. Yeah, I wish yeah. there would have been more sister banter. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. she had to toughen up for the guys. Yeah. So. And but, then you see her crack a joke yeah. with Yao. And that I was, was like, yes. Anyway, continue. <laughs> but, uh, and then uh, reflection, they use very often. Because it's, you know, it's the theme and song in the movie. Yeah. Um, on a semi-woke tangent, I kind of like that they cut... I mean, I'm woke devil's advocate. I kind of like that they cut I'll Make a Man Out of You and... Um, girl with Fighting For. Girl with Fighting For, because yeah. they're kind of... I'll Make a Man Out of You is gender... Nor- is it basically a gender norm song? Mm-hmm. Like, all these things that a man is supposed to be. Uh, yeah, basically, like, yeah. stereotypical... Men are, you know, men are masculine and women are the ones that we're supposed to fight for and yes. be feminine mm-hmm. and all this. But mm-hmm. that's not the truth. So. Yeah, and that's what that's <laughs> kind of what both songs are. And like yeah. the fact that they're, mm-hmm. they kind of cut those to kind of lessen that. Like mm-hmm. it's that's it's all over the movie still, but it's not as you know in your face. In song form. Yeah, <laughs> because they cut those two songs and they just turned it yeah. into dialogue. Because I like. The ways they use the dialogue. Yeah, because it was it's, good. It's, mm-hmm. 
essentially yeah. it's 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 light locker room slash lunch talk that they're talking about yeah because they're like yeah hey, exactly I miss, I miss women because if we had one right now we would both we would all be put to death basically <laughs> right <laughs> that scene where they're like yeah. going over the rules it's, mm-hmm. it's world building because it shows that mulan wouldn't have been killed because she was dishonest but she wasn't doing the other thing she was just expelled expelled yeah yeah she brought herself the female too yeah. <laughs> i was like but everything else like... <laughs> anything do anything else and you're dead yeah <laughs> but i like i like the way they used reflection both like mm-hmm. the moments and they use it and mm-hmm. like the the orchestration of them using it yeah for sure and i also like that and this is where the, the part where me and heather fight i also like that they brought back christina aguilera to do a new version of oh, the song brought back she did the first one yeah yes. i hated that one too That's yeah fine. she they brought her back See, i Wait. didn't even know because i didn't like it wait i didn't realize there was a new what Grace, did rolling, you listen to the, the credits? credits? No. <laughs> See? The police are coming to get you right now. That's what that is. So we're keeping that in? How dare, how dare you not pay attention? <laughs> I was not sober by that point. <laughs> I love it. But, Real talk. So at the end of the movie, the first song that plays is Loyal, Brave, and True, which... Also was stuck in my head this morning. Which I also didn't like, but that's fine. But there is Reflection 2020, which is Christina Aguilera doing a new version of Reflection, which she did in the first Mulan. I love it because I think I mentioned it on the podcast when when we talked about Mulan the very first time. Christina Aguilera's career began with Mulan. The first... Her first single wasn't "Genie in a Bottle," wasn't whatever the other co- the other single. Wait, was really? Her first album, it was "Reflection." Huh. "Reflection" came out a year before her first album even debuted. Really? Yeah. Okay, hang so, on. I need to go. go, go she's finish. like fact check. Are you about to fact check me right now? <laughs> no, I'm. I'm just pulling up the new "Reflection." There's we'll a new right video. Back. Yeah. <laughs> that was really good. Good job. I don't need to watch the whole thing. I just need. What are these sunglasses, though? Have you watched the video? I think you're looking at the wrong one. Listen to the one where she's in, like, water. It's like a dark background. This is much more in alignment with, um, like, how she sings everything else now. Well, actually, I haven't listened to a new Christina Aguilera song in a while. It's just more, like, powerful, I think. Okay, I'm not going to listen to all of it now, but somewhere along the way, she, I mean, she was always a belter, but. Yeah. And I was thinking about it. She's she's grown up. She's been Disney from Jump. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like her, uh, listening to her vocal evolution, it's similar mm-hmm. to Beyonce's because Listen oh, yeah. to mm-hmm. listen to Christina Aguilera during her debut. Listen to Beyonce when she during her, you know, early Destiny Child, Child and listen to them both now. They you can both you can tell that they've both grown. So man, I am acutely aware of Beyonce's vocal development. Yeah, <laughs> and I, ask I me really how many ab- times I watched Homecoming last year. It was a lot. <laughs> Have you watched Black Is King? 
I oh my god, I forgot about it. <laughs> I fun. where was I? Because my mom was like, "You need you need to watch this," and I was I think I was coming back from Indianapolis or something like I that. I think yeah, that sounds right. I, that's exactly what I'm gonna do after this because I completely forgot about it. I've listened it's, to it, like I've listened to the uh, the album. But, hmm. I I tried watching Blackest King, but I'm just like I don't care about this music because I listened to the whole album. Uh, Mood is my favorite song, and it's probably one of two songs that I will say that I like from the album. Other than that, like, I don't care. I'm sorry. Black Twitter can come after me, but, like, I I don't care. I've made no secret on this podcast about my lack of interest in Beyonce and the Beehive and her whole oeuvre. Don't hurt me. Stop. I mean, if it's it's my one flaw. But back to, uh, back to Christina... I like that they brought her back. It it, yeah. it kind of, it, it's kind of, it's kind of a good luck charm for her bringing her and Ming Na back. It's kind of a good luck charm for. Is this her like twenty years later? Yeah. How many? What's the difference in? Is it twenty? Because Mulan came out in ninety eight. Yeah, so it's twenty two. One, no, twenty two. Twenty two years. It is twenty two. Yeah. yeah, it is twenty two. Because we're old. <laughs> Don't remind me. <laughs> I but, turned 30 uh, this year. Oh, God. I don't. <laughs> you young whippersnapper. But, yeah, I, I liked it. I like the composition of Loyal, Brave, and True. Yeah. It, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's nice melodically. Mm-hmm. My only beef is that I just don't like Christina Aguilera's voice. Yeah. That wasn't much of a fight, y'all. Yeah. All I like all... Up. Yeah, I like all of, like, what you said. I think that's really cool that, like, they have history and that she's, like, come back as history things and stuff. I just don't Okay, can we go back to Tori not liking Beyonce? (laughs) (laughs) So, really, the fight's not between me and Tori. It's actually between Tori. Speaking speaking of anticlimactic, like, what what else is there to say? I don't don't like like her. (laughs) She is not interesting to me. I've made peace with it. You should make peace with it. No, I can't. I can't. Oh, but I did like the Chinese version of uh, of reflection, reflection a lot. I like her good. voice. Uh-huh. I liked her voice a lot. So, and that was the actress who played Mulan singing that. Oh, dude, sick! Oh, that's cool. Yeah. While yeah. falling more in love with her, um, she has like that's pretty cool. She has like three albums. So, mm. when you get home, deep dive. Yeah, you're welcome. I will. <laughs> uh, <laughs> speaking of songs. Where, it, during the scene where um, Mulan and the witch fight, and she's like, well, you're going to die because you're denying who you are. And she kind of rises. Mm-hmm. I I thought during my during the first viewing, I'm like, please don't let there be a song here. Because that would if this would have been The Lion King, that's when Beyonce would have yeah. started singing. And I'm like, please don't make the same mistake twice. Mm-hmm. And it was just music. It was just score there. Yeah. And I was like, yes, <laughs> moving on. Yeah. Yeah. I still haven't seen Lion King. Yeah, I was looking up. You so should I haven't watch seen a it. lot of I haven't seen a lot of like live action like remakes and stuff, so I was like, Oh, I wonder which ones I haven't seen. Man, there's a lot. There was a lot that I haven't seen. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Well at least they finally put Cinderella back on or on Disney Plus, so now I can at least see that. <laughs> I think most of them are on now. Oh, I should watch that again. Yes, you should. I mean, it's only because I need to see it. So. It's on my uh, watch list too now because I've mm-hmm. only seen it once, but it, I, I liked it a lot. Yeah. Uh, I also I think haven't seen the most recent 
Is the new Maleficent on Disney Plus? The, the new one is, but the first one isn't. Oh, okay. Yeah, is it because it's on a different platform still? It's probably on Netflix or something. I don't think it's on Netflix. I think it's on, like, Who? Stars or something. Oh. Um, but something I that it, no one has a subscription for. I think it's going to be on, on, like, August. I mean, on, like, October 1st. Like, yeah. It's, it's soon. Into the woods. Yeah, I should definitely. In September. Ooh. Ha, see, she That's likes good. it. <laughs> nice three hour musical. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm there for it. Uh, I'm not yeah. super familiar with Into the Woods, but I, I do like it. I was just thinking, I'm looking at uh, the live action Disney movies, Disney remakes, and Cinderella and thinking, ooh, I can see. Uh, oh my god, Bob Stark. Yes, Rob Stark is the prince. Yeah, October 1st. I think, I guess we're there where we can talk about where this one kind of lands. Well, you guys haven't seen a lot of the the remakes. I think some. She's uh, probably seen more than I have, but I know I haven't. So. Okay. Well, in my, I think I've seen, I think I may have seen all of them. Or all the ones that are relevant. Like, I've seen Maleficent, but I haven't seen the second one. I've seen Alice in Wonderland, but yeah. I haven't seen the second one. And yeah. then I've seen all the uh-huh. other ones. I think the good ones, like, I think I can, with this, I can get de- definitively say that the good ones are the ones that take the material, they keep the skeleton. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, you have, this, you have the same, like, plot points, plot yep. beats, and everything. Yep. But they infuse it with something that's different. Mm-hmm. And when I think yeah. about this, I think Mulan, I think Cinderella, I think The Jungle Book. Still haven't seen Jungle Book. Definitely recommend the Jungle Book. I, Jungle Aladdin. Book was my favorite for a while. Aladdin is kind of Aladdin and Dumbo are kind of in that gray area for me, where I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. I they like try, they yeah. try, but I don't think they executed as well. Right. This one they yeah. definitely like landed a lot better than they did with Dumbo for sure. Yeah. I haven't seen Aladdin because nice. I went and saw the musical instead. <laughs> Also, Ooh. even though it's not really a yeah. remake, it's closer in the same, it's along the same lines as Maleficent, but Christopher Robin also is one of the good ones yeah. that they yeah. take the property and do something interesting with something it. Different. They basically, yeah. they basically hook um, Winnie the Pooh. Oh, of cool. Man. Okay. Yeah. But the, like bat, the, the air quotes bad ones, I say, are Beauty and the Beast, Lion King, um, uh, Jury's still out on Alice in Wonderland. I, I think Alice in Wonderland may be in that gray area where they try something. Yeah. I don't know if they succeed that well. I remember really liking it when it came out, but I bet it doesn't hold up very well. I don't think it holds up. Hmm. Yeah, and I, I again, I watched Beauty and the Beast recently, and I appreciate some Ugh. things, but it's... Ugh. That was rough. Emma Watson's great, but her singing isn't. Yeah. She's got everything else going for her. <laughs> yeah, she is Belle. Yeah. <laughs> she just doesn't have the pipes. Yeah. Or they didn't give her a chance to have be natural. Actually, yeah. yeah it's so auto-tuned. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You think, uh, I mean, I don't watch all of these on repeat, mm-hmm. any, yeah. or any of these remakes on repeat, but I think Mulan, think they, think they did a thing? I think, yeah, I think yeah, this is probably think... the most rewatchable one for me. Yeah, I think so too. And I think it's because it's, like you said, I think it's because it's a little bit different. It's not a rote interpretation of the original. There was uh, one part, I have to mention, I don't have to mention this, but I'm going to mention it. There was one part 
that so my mom really wants to watch this with us mm-hmm. i guess um because it's like sentimental and uh at the end where mulan's like apologizing to her dad about losing the sword and all this other stuff she's like you know now that i've lost it i understand how much it meant to you which is also kind of a shitty thing to say but then he responds with it is my daughter that means everything to me Bruh, I need to have a tissue box next to my mother so that she can cry so much. <laughs> that is gonna, def- like, fucking demolish her, yeah. and I'm just gonna be like, sniffle quieter, thank you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Same with my yeah, sister, you know, you have They're both heart. gonna just break down, and I'm gonna be like, here are some tissues. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, they leave it open for a sequel at the end? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's some explore, like unexplored things with the respect friend, with yeah. the flirty respect friend. <laughs> Not love interest, but respect friend. Can we make that a thing? Yeah, respect friend. <laughs> respect <Yeah>. friend. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I. Uh, what what constitutes oh, a respect friend? Someone that someone that you show them your dick and they're like, oh, yours is bigger. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Can you just cut that and put it at the beginning of the podcast? That's going to be the cold open. Yes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> also, I love that respect friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just burst out laughing and then the music plays. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, shoot. But I do love that they do come back and try to, like, get her in as an officer as mm-hmm. well because in like IRL I'm pretty sure she was a general. Yeah. She was so I was like, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, also we didn't say this uh at the beginning. In this they definitely go more in line. like they they take elements from the animated film. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. they they say in the credits based on the ballad of Mulan. Mm-hmm. So yeah. That that's been the main argument for everyone's like who was like, "Where's Mushu?" Mushu wasn't in the original poem, fam. Yeah. So. Hmm. Oh, I guess that's where like the narration and stuff came from. It, yeah. The narr- the narration turned me off from it. I was like, "Man," but that makes sense. I'm glad there wasn't a lot of it. Yes. Yeah. The, yeah. The, it was just enough. Yeah. Uh, I was not disappointed when I watched it. You know, I watched it twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the same day, and I was like, "I'm okay with this. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not uh, dreading this." Yeah. A few bits of trivia before we before we drop Disney and say what's next. What's next for Disney? Mm-hmm. Director Nikki Caro is the second woman hired by Disney to direct a motion picture with a budget of over a hundred million dollars. Wow. The other being Ava DuVernay for A Wrinkle in Time. A Wrinkle in Time fell flat, right? Yeah. That's that's disappointing. I just wish A Wrinkle in Time had been better. I actually haven't seen it. Also in Disney Plus. Clearly I've been neglecting my Disney Plus. Yeah. I started I started watching <laughs> Gossip Girl for the first time ever and it's uh... fine. I'm just in love with Chuck Bass. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> you can't see my face, but I am so confused. <laughs> what is happening right now? 
<laughs> this is the first Disney remake to be rated PG-13. Mm-hmm. All that being said, I wish there was more blood. Uh, yeah. Porygon says to the tribesmen, "I, you don't want riches, so I'll give you blood." Yeah. Where was where was the blood? They didn't get to. There they didn't no live blood. long enough to to see it. <laughs> they uh, did not pop out of the snow like Davies. I understand that reference. <laughs> there was a scene with them with the squad around the campfire, and Cricket was like, "Basically, I'm scared." Mm-hmm. And Mulan says, "My father used to say," and I thought. Her father used to say, you can't control who lives, who dies, who tells your story. That's basically what they said. (laughs) (laughs) That's another tease for next episode. Um, If you can't tell, we're doing Hamilton next. (laughs) Yes. Hamilton is next. But yeah, it it would have been the perfect time to just have George Washington pop in and just say that. Okay. There were plans for this movie to be directed in 2010 by uh, Chuck Russell, the director of The Mask with Jim Carrey and The Scorpion King with uh, Dwayne Johnson. The Rock? Yes. Uh, With Ziyi Zhang as Mulan. You're welcome. And (laughs) it's... uh, In 2010, there's nobody else that I could think of who would have been Mulan than Ziyi Zhang. So it, it... Makes sense. Mm-hmm. But I'm kind of glad they waited. Yeah. I'm also glad that this was directed by a woman. Yes. Because it mm-hmm. showed that, obviously, women have a better hand at directing women. Mm-hmm. Because. It's like we understand each other or something. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> like, there's a lot. Patriarchy, y'all. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I just kind of shrunk away. (laughs) But like the scene where Mulan is taking a bath, like it's very uh, reserved Mm -hmm. and respectful. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I and I'm thinking, hopefully, a dude would have been like, this this scene needs to be as simple as the scene we got. Mm -hmm. But I don't I don't think a dude would have. And it even had like a quirky like reaction to mm-hmm. like oh man i disappointed that guy now i'm just gonna i'm just gonna go underwater <laughs> yeah. mulan out we didn't talk about the actress that played mulan and i think it's uh, i think i should just for a second mm-hmm. um she's great and i want to marry her continue i like her, her <laughs> she has subtle <laughs> yes and like face acting oh yeah and i love it uh and there are a lot of moments where like her face like doesn't change but mm-hmm. like it shows it it shows multiple emotions, but it doesn't change. Yeah, and it's just like she does a lot of things with a look, mm-hmm. and I I like minute those... like muscle movements. Yeah. yeah, and I like those. I like the that kind of acting where it's just like you just feel the scene mm-hmm. as opposed mm-hmm. to you're told what the character is feeling. Right. Yeah, that's good acting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not even going to talk about the. The, the controversy, air quotes, of why everyone wanted to boycott this movie. I'm not going to talk about it because I think it's bullshit. I don't even know about it, so. We'll talk about it off cast. Okay. I don't want to talk about it. That's fine. Um, what's next for Disney? Uh, hopefully we are through a pandemic by the time a lot of these things happen so they can actually happen. Or at least there's like a vaccine. Yeah. <laughs> 
yeah. that works. <laughs> Still on the schedule for November, we have Pixar's Soul, mm-hmm. which so I'm excited. very excited for. Oh, yeah. These are all on the schedule as of right now. Uh, in March of 2021, we have Raya and the Last Dragon. May of 2021, we have Cruella, uh, the Cruella Deville so movie starring mm-hmm. Emma Stone. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, I haven't seen a trailer for it, so I'm just kind of, I'm still kind of, eh. I don't know what to, I don't know what to think. I reserve all judgments until I've seen a trailer. Mm-hmm. So. Honestly, with it just having Emma Stone, like, that's already a really big plus yeah. for me, just because... I think she's a really good actress. Mm-hmm. I remember I remember seeing uh, the uh, promotion photo that they had at, what, D23 last year? Is that mm-hmm. the D23 or Comic-Con? I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Of her in the outfit with the hair mm-hmm. and two mm-hmm. Dalmatians and, like, yeah. her henchman in the background. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, this looks interesting. Yeah. I'll, yeah. you know, I'll give it a shot and I'll wait, you know, wait for a trailer. Yeah. But... I, don't know. I honestly thought it was fake. Really? Yeah, and now it's not fake, so that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. And and then June of uh, 2021, we have Pixar's Luca, which uh, I didn't get any news. I didn't grab any you know news tidbits. Probably try to do that for next episode because I honestly don't know what Luca is supposed to be about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's what's that's what's up next. Uh. Grace, what do you got for Drunk Disney? Drunk Disney. Drink any time the witch transforms from something into something else. Mm. Drink any time Mulan does something that seems... Her chi is showing. <laughs> Drink any time Mulan shows her chi. There's a specific like camera thing that they do, so it's it's pretty obvious. Yeah, so it's like weird because it, it happens at the end too, yep. like when she's yeah. talking to her father. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. She's so anytime she... there's a kind she, of supernatural she... Mulan thing, what else? Any one more? Music the here. one that I thought of. Anytime someone says "loyal, brave, or true," or "honor," loyal, brave, true, honor. I feel like that's a lot, but I say it a lot. <laughs> it's a big deal. I, th- I feel like it's a lot to remember. But maybe not. But it has a song. You have to drink during the song, too. Oh, okay. Got you. So, drink anytime someone says loyal, brave, true, or honor. Drink anytime the witch transforms. And drink anytime Mulan shows your chi. Woo! Yeah. Love it. Yeah, this has been our review of Mulan. Yeah. Thank you, Heather, for joining us yeah thanks for having me it's been fun yeah we miss you oh to recap do we want to recap the drunk disney from the original mulan sure i i realize when i you know cut and paste this like a lot of these won't work now (laughs) yeah yeah so uh in case you're doing a double feature the drunk disney that we made probably two years ago two or three years ago yeah it was it was episode 12 Oh my gosh. Um, drink anytime a song starts, drink for every Mushu joke, and drink anytime Mulan does something against gender norm. Yeah! Drink pretty good all ones. throughout the war scenes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, Continuous drink. Finish your beverage. Yeah. <laughs> and just keep grabbing more. <laughs> you can follow Disney Versus on 
Facebook at facebook.com slash Disneyverses and on Twitter at DisneyVS. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes and Spotify. Uh, give us a five-star review. Let us know what you think of the show. Uh, if you give us a five-star review on uh, iTunes or Facebook and you leave us a comment, we'll read the comment on the air. Uh, I don't know if there was a, there's a new one. Uh, I'll save that for next episode if there is. Um, you can also find us on Google Play Music. I think Google Play Music is going away. So uh, we're going to find so, another so way. So you should make sure to give us one million dragons while you still can. <laughs> Before it goes away. Out of, Out of three. as we've alluded to many times our next episode even though i said last time our next episode would be muppets we're preparing for muppets because we want to do that one right and be respectful to jim henson and his muppets because they deserve it in the meantime our next episode will be hamilton Alexander Hamilton. Alexander Hamilton. Hamilton. (laughs) Our guest will be Erica Allsites. She's coming back for, I believe, the three-peat. I think she's been on three episodes. Yeah, she has been. I think so. Uh, We'll have more stuff coming out soon. Schedules are crazy. Grace is about to go back to school. Yep. So we're going to do what we can and record when we can. Ambition getting in the way of stuff. Heck. Ambition getting in the way of podcasting, which is in itself ambitious. Yeah. (laughs) Putting your thoughts and feelings and emotions on the internet for everyone to judge. Yeah. Ambition, am I right? All two listeners. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) All two of our listeners. Hello to both of you. We appreciate your continuing support. Welcome back. <laughs> we miss you. I think it's just Mark Smith and Deanna at this point. <laughs> only people who like our... And John Pickett, the only people who like our pictures on, on the page. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Hamilton is next. Uh, can't wait. It's going to be exciting. It's probably just going to be a geek fest the entire time you can continue. Yeah. We're going to try and not make it a total recap of Hamilton. I promise nothing. But also, I, I don't know how much I can hold back from singing parts. <laughs> we should we should make it a game. Like, keep from singing. Like, three strikes and you're out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, see, I was thinking the opposite, where you try and put lines from the musical into normal speech. Uh, you quote that you quote uh, as yeah. much as you can. Uh we'll see we'll talk about we'll talk about making a game out of it but yeah it's gonna be fun until then thank you for listening as always and we will see you next episode bye bye